Welcome to Our Missouri, a podcast about the people, places, culture, and history of the 114 counties and independent city of St. Louis that comprise the great state of Missouri. Each episode focuses on a topic related to the state, ranging from publications about Missouri's history to current projects undertaken by organizations to preserve and promote local institutions. The Our Missouri podcast is recorded at the Center for Missouri Studies in Columbia and is generously provided to you by the State Historical Society of Missouri. And now, here's your host, Sean Ross. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, or wherever you're tuning in to listen to the Our Missouri podcast. My name is Sean Ross. I'll be guys who explore the memories, moments, and misfortunes from our Missouri. Welcome to our series finale on Historic Missourians, a website curated and hosted by the State Historical Society of Missouri and geared towards students learning about Missouri history for the first time. So far, we've covered several Historic Missourians featured on the website. We're going to conclude today with the story of Ted and Pat Jones. Now, that name may not sound as familiar to many of you, but if I told you that their basis for the name Jones was related to Edward Jones, perhaps that might sound a little more familiar to you. For those who do not know, Edward D. Jones and Company, as it was called, was founded by Edward D. Jones Sr. in 1922 in St. Louis. He had had a background in investment and in banking and in business dating back to World War I and decided to found his own company in St. Louis in 1922. Uh, famously, as the story was often told, uh, his office was located in downtown St. Louis, featuring one room, a desk, three chairs, and a hat rack. But by the 1940s, the company had merged with the St. Louis-based Whitaker & Company and become part of the New York Stock Exchange, the nation's largest market for buying and selling shares of stock and businesses. It was to this family and to this history that Edward Ted Jones Jr. was born in St. Louis in 1925. Now, in addition to his father being involved with Edward D. Jones's company, his mother, Ursula Griesedick, was heir to the Griesedick Western Brewing Company, which was a St. Louis brewer best known for producing stag beer. Ted Jones graduated from Taylor School in St. Louis in 1943 and initially took summer courses at the University of Missouri in Columbia before enlisting in the U.S. Merchant Marines during World War II. He eventually then enlisted in the U.S. Army after the war and upon receiving his honorable discharge went back to the University of Missouri with an intention to study agriculture. Uh, the Jones family owned a series of la uh, land plots in and around Callaway County, Missouri, and, and he had grown up in a lot of ways kind of as a recreational farmer, a recreational outdoorsman as a young child, and that interest in agriculture really persisted on into his time at the University of Missouri. After a year at the university, however, his parents withdrew him in an effort to secure him a job in the New York Stock Exchange in the hope that he would gain a better job experience for eventually being involved in Edward D. Jones and Company. Soon after, he established some of his first office and his first business in the city of Clayton, Missouri, which is a St. Louis suburb, and then eventually worked to branch out into the community of Montgomery City. As fate would have it, it was a young St. Louis woman, a fellow University of Missouri student as well, that eventually would come to be married to Edward Jones, Ted Jones. And that was Pat Jones, originally known as Hilda Pat Young. She was also born in St. Louis in 1925, and her father, Truman Post Young, was a partner at the law firm Thompson, Mitchell Thompson & Young in St. Louis, and worked as an assistant U.S. attorney and associate city counselor. Her mother was a socialite, but had also worked as an ambulance driver for the American Women's Hospital Association during World War I. And the Joneses, Ted and Pat, met during an organized bicycle trip to the Ozarks while they were still in high school. While Ted Jones attended Taylor School, Pat Young attended Mary Institute in St. Louis and graduated from there in 1943. 
She had always had an interest in soil science and agriculture, much like Ted did, and she completed coursework at the Pennsylvania School of Horticulture and later earned a bachelor's degree in agriculture from the University of Missouri, Columbia. It was in that year, 1950, when she graduated that Ted and Pat were married and moved to Montgomery City, Missouri, where Ted opened his branch office of Edward D. Jones & Company. Now, since joining the company as a broker, Ted had slowly risen through the ranks, and he felt that many investment companies in the United States mostly focused on cities, focused on the stock market, uh, focused on major populated areas and major businesses. And he felt that rural America, and rural Missouri for that matter, were frequently overlooked by these various companies. And he soon took to the road throughout large portions of Missouri, basically trying to convince people to buy and sell in securities. And his hard work soon paid off. He soon began to train other company brokers to travel through Missouri to meet clients, particularly small farmers and small business owners, and eventually convinced Edward D. Jones and Company to offer branch offices to brokers throughout the country, starting in Missouri. And the first branch office was located in Mexico, Missouri in 1957. And from this origin story, this concept of branch offices slowly grew within the company. Within 30 years, uh, by the mid-1980s, Edward D. Jones and Company had over a thousand branch offices across the United States. Now, Ted's relationship, obviously, to his father, his familiarity with the company, and his idea to develop these branch offices led him to rise even further in the company. By 1968, he succeeded his father as managing partner in the operations of Edward D. Jones and Company and continued to hold that position for another 12 years until 1980 when he stepped down and seated over his partner role. Today, Edward G. Jones & Company is one of the largest investment companies in the United States, and it still continues to have deep roots in the state of Missouri. Now, while Ted Jones and Edward Jones became famous and, and world-renowned for their involvement with investment company, investment securities, another key element of the story that has deep connections to the state of Missouri involves Ted and Pat's dedication and devotion to not only agriculture in the state through their work at the University of Missouri, but also to conservation and preservation across the landscape. Although they grew up in metropolitan St. Louis, both Ted and Pat had a deep love for the outdoors. Um, in addition to the 700-acre Callaway County farm the Jones family had owned and raised mules and cattle on, Pat's family, as well, had their own farm in Jefferson County, just south of St. Louis. And as Pat remembered later on in life, the family spent much of their time, early in her youth, at this farm near the Merrimack River almost every weekend. Here, Pat Jones shares her memories. Hey, uh, when we went out to the, what was our, we called the shack, uh, and we had a, my father, one thing, he, he liked to, to build things in a way. He, he, uh, <clears throat> he built a barn out there, and we had horses. By the way, he built a barn without inside supports on the, you know, so, that, and he'd read about, you know, he'd get out and see how to, he'd like to read how-to books. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was how to make a, a, an open interior space. And uh, he uh, thought, well, he could try that. And uh, now his, he had a good friend, an engineer, and he said, it'll never work, it'll never work. But he built it anyway, and it's still out there. The shack was on top of the hill. This was a, <laughs> down at the bottom of the hill. Uh, on the top of the hill, he built, uh, first of all, they had a log cabin. I think, I think he hired uh, 
some local person to, to put up a log cabin. And uh, then he took, he'd take his friends out and they'd uh, camp up there. And the place got to be known as the workhouse on Chigger Hill <laughs> because <clears throat> he'd put them on, they'd go out there and they'd, and they built a, a building that was a, oh, had a, a big front room and then a little kitchen, had a kitchen and a bedroom and, uh, oh, they, and I don't know where all that, and then it had a little shed with a pump house in it and, <clears throat> and a number of, I don't really know what all they had, but the, it was a, uh, but it, my father liked to go out there and he, and he and his friends would go out there and uh, the, <clears throat> Mostly that was when the men would go out there and just kind of camp out. And uh, I, I don't know what all they would, I don't think any of them were hunters, uh, which is unusual, but uh, I know my father didn't hunt. He just liked to get out and see the woods and, and uh, look at things. And, uh, and of course he just thought, he, when he married mother, he, he took her out there to be sure that she liked it before she even asked him. <laughs> we all went out there. As a matter of fact, that was where there were four of us children. And, you know, kids go with your own crowd in St. Louis. Yeah. But out there, we were a family. There weren't any other kids. The Young family continued to own property in the Merrimack River Valley for many years. And in fact, Hilda's mother, Pat's mother, became a vocal opponent of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers' plan to place several dams along the Merrimack River. After moving to Montgomery City, starting in 1950, Ted and Pat frequently made short drives to the Joneses' family Callaway County Farm and later built a house on the property at Williamsburg, devoted much of their spare time to agriculture and farming. And in fact, they remained on this farm for the remainder of their lives. Not far from their Williamsburg home, the Joneses became very interested in a project developing over the course of the 1960s and 1970s. In 1968, around the same time that Ted Jones became managing partner of Everett G. Jones & Company, Congress passed what was called the National Trail System Act. And within two decades, trail advocates in Missouri were pushing state officials to use this legislation to convert the right-of-way of the former Missouri, Kansas, and Texas railroad tracks into a recreational trail. This MKT, it was called Missouri, Kansas, Texas Railroad Line, ran from St. Louis on the north side of the Missouri River to Boonville, crossed the Missouri River at Boonville, and then continued on into western, central west Missouri um, near the town of Clinton. Now, supporters rallied around the idea of a rails to trails project that had begun around the same time near Columbia, Missouri, that converted a spur of the MKT Railroad into a nature trail, connecting essentially Columbia, Missouri, down to the Missouri River Valley. Opponents of this plan for a rails-to-trail conversion of what would later become the Katy Trail, MKT, included farmers and landowners along the right-of-way who demanded that the land be returned to the original owners. Concerned that legislators in the Missouri General Assembly would not approve enough money to fund the trail and that ongoing lawsuits over the right-of-way would stop the project, Ted and Pat Jones donated more than $2 million to cover the expenses related to finishing the trail. And on April 28, 1990, Ted and Pat attended the official opening of the new Katy Trail State Park. Now, it would take a few more years for the Katy Trail to reach completion, 
And unfortunately, by the time of its completion, Ted Jones had passed away. He passed away on October 3rd, 1990, less than six months after the trail's grand opening. For his business legacy and his role in creating the Katy Trail, Ted Jones was inducted into the Hall of Famous Missourians in 2015. Now, in addition to their support for the Katy Trail, the Joneses also promoted conservation in Missouri through several gifts to various private and state organizations. In 1986, they donated the land that had been the Young family's farm in Jefferson County to the Missouri Department of Conservation to form the Young Conservation Area. A decade later, the Joneses' farm in Cowley County was donated to the Missouri Department of Conservation to establish the Prairie Fork Conservation Area, a joint effort between the Department of Conservation, the University of Missouri, and the Prairie Fork Trust. For her own activism and work for conservation and environmentalism in the state of Missouri, People Magazine dubbed Pat Jones the Prairie Godmother. Now today you could see elements of the Joneses' legacy in many portions of Missouri. In addition to many small towns having Edward Jones offices, you can also see a number of places in and around Missouri's state park and conservation area landscape. In addition to the Young Conservation Area and the Prairie Four Conservation Area and the Katy Trail system, you can also find Edward Ted and Pat Jones Confluence Point State Park, where the Mississippi and Missouri rivers meet just north of St. Louis, as well as the Pat Jones Pedestrian Bicycle Lane on the Missouri River Bridge linking Jefferson City to the Katy Trail. Thank you for joining us this season to learn about Historic Missourians, and be sure to check out the Historic Missourians website to learn more about Ted and Pat Jones and other Historic Missourians. Thank you for listening to the Our Missouri Podcast. If you would like to learn more about the podcast, including past and future episodes, information about guests, and upcoming events, please visit our website at shsmo.org forward slash our dash Missouri.